Welcome to Betting with the Bears with Matt and Puneet. All right. Hey there, all you cool cubs and berries. Welcome to episode 55 of Betting with the Bears with your hosts, Matt and Puneet. Puneet, happy Saturday. Happy Saturday. Um, it started, I guess we'll, we'll quickly go through some picks here, but personally, I, my Saturday started off on, on a great foot here. I was uh, getting some Chick-fil-A, and then when Ooh. I got home, it was the wrong order. So right. it sucked, yeah. I, it was Chick-fil-A breakfast for the first time in a while. For, for all you Cubs and Berries, it was the, the chicken, egg, and cheese bagel, and I got an egg white griller. So clearly oh. not happy. And that was Chick-fil-A sign maybe that I'm too fat and I need to stop eating stuff like that. I saw you walk in like, now nah, we're going to get this guy. Out. <laughs> yeah. So uh, got a bone to pick here, but l- let's hope that um, that doesn't translate to, to our picks here. And, and it, uh, everything goes well with these. Yeah. Only up from here. Yeah. We've had a little bit of a rough patch losing our last two locks and both games that just really have no business. The team had our lock had no business losing, but, they lost, and that's how sports go sometimes. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but luckily, we've had some good luck on the NFL, so I'm hoping that continues. Um, out of time restraint, we'll just we're just going to go ahead and skip the discussion question and just get straight into the games. So, um, anything you want to add before we get into it? No, I'm ready to go. Let's do it. Cool. Um, so, just a disclaimer: um, some of the games don't have odds yet because of COVID, so they're not quite sure how it's going to happen. But those those are both the games on Monday and Tuesday. So it doesn't really affect the Sunday slate um, because the chiefs or the Cardinals jets was an issue, but they figured like they, I think it was a false negative or false positive. So that game's going on is scheduled. So um, we'll cover the Monday night games and Tuesday night games tomorrow, most or on Monday, most likely just a disclaimer. Cool. Um, all right. So first game Raiders at chiefs, uh, the chiefs are 11 point favorites. They're minus five ninety. The Raiders are plus one forty five. And the over-under is 55 and a half. Yeah, so just like I said last week, I think the Raiders are kind of a fraud team. I think they're two wins. They, I mean, they're not anything to write home about, honestly. So um, I still think that they're probably going to lose. I think the Chiefs are going to win cover here, to be quite honest. I know 11 points is high, but I, I, don't, like, I don't think the Raiders are very good at all. Yeah, who did they – who did they lose to? Oh, the Bills last week. They lost to the Bills. Yeah, I mean, yeah. they looked really good on Monday night, but that looked to be more of, of a like a the Saints being bad. Yeah, exactly, and also more of just like a one a one week wonder than a consistent thing because they've looked bad yeah. the past two weeks. Um, Eleven points is a lot. Um, I mean, the rate the Chiefs just covered that last week against the Patriots, but as we said on that pod, it was a closer game than it looked. And um, but that was Bill Belichick. He's not coaching the Raiders defense. The Raiders defense is just devoid of talent. Um, they're still a little bit banged up with rugs and Trent Brown still questionable. So even though that spreads that high, I'm kind of with you. I think that this is going to go, I think that the chiefs are going to win. I think that they're going to cover. I think they're just the Ra- The Raiders are just not going to be able to stop them. No, I mean, uh, and I feel like for whatever reason, we haven't seen the chiefs kind of do what they did last year and blowing teams out. And I think that this week is possibly that that's going to happen here for yeah. whatever reason. I think that, I think that the chiefs are just going to go crazy in this game. Cause they haven't done it yet. They're due for one of those games. Yeah. I mean that Monday night game, they put up like 30 points in the first half. Yeah. I wouldn't, I mean, they, I, they haven't, and I know that the second half was slower, but they are up by like, like, like three touchdowns. So. I yeah. Think- I mean, I know that the Ravens may, I mean, they, like you said, the, the chiefs were a little slower. So the Ravens kind of made it a game, although it was never in doubt. Um, 
I don't know. I, I think this is going to be one of those start to finish end to end wins just where they crush a team and, and just bury them. Yeah. I, I'd say, I think the same thing is going to happen against Ravens where the chiefs come out and they put up like 30 in the first half and then they just kind of take it slow in the second half, but that still leads to a win. That still leads to a cover and the still game's still probably going to go over. Yeah. Just win baby. <laughs> yeah. For fantasy. I'm <clears throat> give me Travis Kelsey. I think he, I, Chucky has got nothing against Kelsey. John Gruden, uh, Kelsey's going to go. He's going to score two taters. Yeah, I'm going to take Clyde Edwards-Alaire. Um, I think they'll get up big, and then they're just going to feed him the ball, and he's going to just run through that defense. Yeah, Raiders. Yeah, uh, Raiders stuck. That's very likely. Uh, next game, Bengals at the Ravens. Um, Ravens are 12.5-point favorites. They're minus 670. The Bengals are plus 510, and the over-under is 51. Um, the only thing to, to look for in this game is that there's a slight chance of rain. Um, as of right now, there is a 43% chance of rain at 1 p.m. tomorrow for this game. So it might raise, might become a higher chance. It might end up, rain might end up being more of a factor. So just something to keep in mind here. Yeah, I mean, it's that that hurricane that's coming through. So yep. both this Baltimore and the Washington game will probably be affected by that rain. In, in the Eagles game, Steelers. Yeah, and the yeah. Steelers-Eagles, yeah. So I, I, I think just for that, it kind of makes me want to lean under but i i still think that this game I, so i think my prediction is the ravens will win but the Bengals will cover but i do think this game should go over just i don't i don't trust either of these defenses that much yeah i think if it does end up raining that helps the ravens because they're they're generally a running um they're generally use their rushing attack as their main primary source of offense whereas the, the Bengals like to spread it out and throw so if, yeah if it's a, even the ball is just a little slick, that definitely is going to help the Ravens more so than the Bengals. But um, I don't think the weather is going to have that much of an impact. I mean, 30, 43% isn't that bad, and it's not supposed to be just a total hurricane there. So I agree with you that I think the Ravens win and that they cover. Uh, but I have this one. You have you said over or under? I said over. I also said the Bengals cover, though. I This is okay. where I think that the 12 and a half might be a little too much. Yeah, I agree. I have the Bengals covering, but I think this is going to go under. Okay. So yeah, that's our only difference there is that you yeah. have under, I have over. Cool. Uh, one thing that I forgot to mention, something to monitor. So Lamar Jackson missed practice on Wednesday and Thursday. Um, he's going to play, but in the Ravens kind of downplayed it as just maintenance and just they're being extra cautious, but if load management. Yeah. If there's, something, <laughs> there's something more there. Just something to keep in mind. Yeah. Cool. So for fantasy, I'm going to take Joey Burrow. Let's see if he can keep this 300-yard um, streak going. He has three straight, and that's the only time a rookie's ever done that, a rookie quarterback's ever done that in NFL history. So let's see if he makes it four in a row. I'm going to – yeah, I like Joe Burrow. I'm going to go with Mark Ingram because the Bengals have one of the worst rushing defenses in the league. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, next game, Rams at the WFTs. So the Rams are seven-and-a-half-point favorites. They're minus 360. The WFTs are plus 300, and the over-under is 46 and a half. Yeah, so I might go on a little bit of a tangent here about some of the more some of the news that broke more recently on Dwayne Haskins. And this is what I was saying when we talked about it. I said there has to be something more to this story for him to go from the starter to third-string quarterback, not even demoted a second. He's not even dressing for the game. Um, so obviously there have been reports now, um, you know, that that's character issues. Um, it's basically, you know, the second he got, uh, benched, he unfollowed Kyle Allen and the Redskins, uh, the Redskins, the Washington football team's Twitter. So being a little baby there, um, apparently there's news that he didn't, he didn't really try that hard and that, uh, both quarterbacks, Alex Smith and, and Kyle Allen were 
always beating him to the practice facility every single day and in there like hours before he was studying and, and getting kind of prepared while he kind of rolled in whenever on his own timeline. There was also reports now that after the game against the Ravens, he was gloating about his stats and how well he played, but he threw for 300 yards and zero touchdowns. So I don't really know what he was gloating about. Um, but clearly character issues. Clearly he thinks that um, he's, you know, one of those players who doesn't have to put in the work to be good in the NFL because he had one good season with probably the best, one of the best all around teams in college football. Um, so I, I see it as kind of when, when something, when something barks like a dog, smells like a dog, it's probably a dog. And this is what I thought in this situation. I knew there was something more to it and that I'm not shocked at this news at all, to be honest. Yeah, we, that's exactly what you said. And that <clears throat> we said on the podcast yesterday that there had to be more to it, that they, it was so weird that they just benched him and then put, not even put him second string, like put him all the way to third string. Um, I know that was kind of a, uh, a concern with him was character issues coming out of Ohio State. Um, obviously, they, they've seemed to rear their ugly head in the NFL. And if there's one way to piss off your team as a young quarterback, it's to lose and then brag about stats and to not work hard. So Good riddance. He's probably going to have to accept the backup. He's going to get cut after this year and just be a backup if we see if he can get it together somewhere else. Yeah, I, I think this is all, the this news coming out. It's also very Washington football team like. Oh, to uh, this, the, the the second um, you know a, a supposed darling of the team starts to rub somebody the wrong way in that organization. Yeah, all this news about negative publicity gets leaked about him, and, and they just kind of get tainted very quickly. So I kind of saw this coming, to be honest, because this is right up the the Washington football team's alley. Yeah, to, to just leak a bunch of stuff about how uncoachable he was, so they don't. Get yeah, it. exactly. So they don't get the backlash, which I thought was, <clears throat> excuse me, which I thought was Bruce Allen's doing, but even now that he's gone, this is still happening. So guess it's Snyder. Wow, who would have thought? Yeah, seriously. Um. Yeah, but yeah, as far we as the get game, to the game, yeah. <laughs> as far as the game, I think the Washington football team covers here. I think that this is going to be a classic example of the team rallying around a quarterback that isn't Dwayne Haskins. So I'm not saying Kyle Allen's <laughs> great. He stinks, but I think it's going to be one of those games where the team plays harder than you'll see them play in the first four weeks. And then everyone's like, oh, wow, look at Ron, made the right decision here. And then, like, it's not going to matter the rest of the season, but it will matter for one game. Yeah, I I think the – I. If it was any other team, I would agree with that logic. But I think because it's um, McVeigh here coaching against his former team, who, you know, I, I think that there was definitely issues there as well when McVeigh was was in Washington. Um, I think he's probably looking his chops to stick it to Snyder here. So I think that next week might be that situation where the Redskins and the Redskins, the the football team and Kyle Allen look good. I think this week. McVeigh is going to make it a point to to bury him and kind of you know keep this negative stuff going for what's going on in Washington. Just like when it rains, it pours. And I think that's, what's going to happen. So I have the Rams winning covering. I think they're going to buy about 10. Um, and I do say the game's going to go under though. Hey, the McVay's first year in, uh, in, in the, on the Rams, he played the Washington football team and lost. And they lost. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. So wouldn't he want, wouldn't he have wanted to stick it to him then? I got, although that Washington team was way better than this team. Yeah, that's uh, that was going to be my answer. <laughs> I think that was his second game. I'm just kind of more just kind of busting your balls than anything. It was a second. That's game. fine. I mean, if they win, we're we're in first place in the NFC. So whatever. Unless the Eagles win. <laughs> well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think they're going to win. I just think they're going to cover. And the Rams look legitimately bad last week. You always say they, they play their competition. Although this, you, they like, you said that this is different because he's sticking it to 
um, to Snyder. To Snyder but yeah, they look they just look bad last week. And they do they 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 do look really bad. And yeah, they do play to their competition. So I can see I, I see your logic, but I I think that the how badly everything's been going for Washington. I think that this it's going to continue for one more week, and then next week I think is kind of when they'll they'll see greener pastures. But for now, I'm not I'm not convinced. Yeah, well, yeah, that's fair. Um, fantasy, I'll go with. Uh, uh, let's see, I'll go with um, Antonio Gibson. I couldn't. I had it written down. I I don't know, brain malfunction. I'll go with. Excuse me, Antonio Gibson. I think that um, Kyle Allen his every play last year was just like give it to McCaffrey. And I'm not saying Antonio Gibson is as good as Christian McCaffrey, but he plays the same role. And the offensive coordinator for the Panthers was is now the offensive coordinator for the Washington Football Team. So I think that Antonio Gibson is just going to get peppered with targets. Yeah, it makes sense. He's a check down Charlie, so that, he's probably going to throw it off to his running back a lot. I have uh, Cooper Cup. I think that the secondary stinks in Washington, so um, he should have a game. Yeah, it's a good pick. Um, next game, Eagles at the Steelers. Uh, the Steelers are seven-point favorites. They're minus 315. The Eagles are plus 265, and the over-under is 44 and a half. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Steelers should win this pretty easily. Um, I think they're going to win cover, and this game will probably go over because, uh, yeah, I think that the Steelers will put up probably like 28-ish points and maybe maybe 30, and then I think the Eagles should get a couple scores here. Um, yeah, I, just, I have the Steelers winning and covering, but I have it going under. Uh, I just think the Eagles are going to have a tough time scoring. The, the, the Steelers have one of the best defenses in the league. They have one of the best defensive lines in the league. The Eagles are have still have a banged up offensive line, but for the first time of the year, they're they're finally having consecutive weeks of with the same offensive line starters. So that's a in week five. Um, that's your first place team in the NFC East, baby. Yeah, let's go. Um, <laughs> I don't think that's going to matter. They're just as banged up as they were last week. Uh, this the only difference is they aren't playing Nick Mullins this week, and they're playing a much better defense. So any average quarterback, Kyle Allen wins that game if he plays for the 49ers last week. So any average quarterback and the Eagles lose by double digits but that wasn't the case that is the case this week I don't really see a path in which the Eagles win this game I just think that the Steelers are a terrible matchup for a team that has a banged up offensive line and the Steelers have incredible receivers and the Eagles have a banged up secondary so let's not overthink it Steelers win Steelers cover Big Ben's gonna have three to four taters unless they just take it get a huge lead and just decide to run the ball yeah I mean that makes sense um the narrative's there the it's all set up for basically the Eagles to start with a big lead here and um, and then just have to run the ball. So the I think Steelers. James Conner – sorry, what? You mean the Steelers get up to a big lead? Yeah, what did I say, the Eagles? The Eagles, yeah. I was like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry. No, Opposite good, day good. here. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I don't think this is going to be really close at all. I think James Conner will have a good game. Um, I think that he's going to be my fantasy pick. Um, but I do say – I and I think that I've ridden this now for every week is, is – Ben Roethlisberger over one and a half touchdowns for the prop. So I, I'm probably going to pick that again this week here. Yeah. I think that I love that pick. He's um, Eagles have a, like the, the only good thing the Eagles have is they have really good run defense. So my pick is Deontay Johnson, because I think that he's just going to light up the Eagles secondary. Cool. Um, but yeah, I have that game going under. I just don't think the Eagles are going to be able to score. That's fair. Um, next game Panthers at the Falcons. Uh, the Falcons are one and a half point favorites. They're minus 120. The Panthers are plus 106 and the over under is 53 and a half. Uh, before we get started, I just have one thing to say. In, in what world, why the hell are the Falcons favored here? I have no idea. I, I mean, home field doesn't play any sort of advantage here right now. Um, I mean, Panthers are not far from 
Atlanta anyways. So it's not like they have to travel West coast, East to West or anything like that. They're literally just going down like an hour or two. Um, so I don't think the travel has any sort of significance on this game. There's going to be an empty stadium. So it just doesn't make sense to me. The Panthers are clearly the better team. I don't know why the Falcons are favored. I cannot think of one earthly reason why the Falcons are favored, except for like, like Vegas just being in love with their, their skill positions that are supposedly good, but Todd Gurley's washed. I know he scored twice last week, but he runs like David Johnson. Like he has cinder blocks on his legs. Julio's that is not playing. He's out. And the Panthers have looked legitimately good the past two weeks. They've, they've won two games in a row. They beat the chargers who, um, who's a scrappy bunch that like played the bucks tough that played the chiefs tough. And then last week, uh, I forget who they beat last week. I can't remember. I'll look that up, but they, they, they look good the past two weeks and their defense that was supposed to be worse than the league. Um, has like played much has played much better the past two weeks. Oh, that's right. They beat yeah, the, they beat the Cardinals. That's right. Yeah. So I mean, I guess you can say you know they beat the Cardinals and and um, it's not you know they're they're not looking as great as everyone thought they'd be, but they're a prolific offense and the Panthers did do a very good job of containing them. DeAndre Hopkins only had like forty yards receiving, so um, they they clearly have a good defense and and I think Teddy's finally getting a good grip on the offense there. Uh, and my fantasy pick for this will be, um, Mike Davis. Cause you know, he had over a hundred yards total and touchdown last week combined with rushing and receiving. And I, I think that he's been not, obviously he's not going to be Christian McCaffrey, but he's played well as their backup running back and, and now big thrust into the starting role. And I think their offense is starting to make significant progress. Um, so I have the Panthers to win, um, and I think this is actually going to go over. I think this is going to end up being a shootout because, I mean, the Falcons offense is still the Falcons offense and they still can put up points in a hurry. But but I do think that the Panthers will squeeze this one out. Yeah, that I, that's what I have too. I have the Panthers winning and I have this going over. Um, but yeah, to your point about like maybe the, the Panthers aren't getting credit because the Cardinals haven't looked good. The past couple of weeks, the Cardinals are two and two, and the Falcons are zero and four. So yeah, I know. It's just from a. You, it's just what you're saying is, Vegas is trying to trap people, um, essentially using the Falcons because they've always been a quote unquote good team, or they've been looked at as one of the best teams in the NFL, or, or kind of in that discussion of the upper echelon of teams. Whereas the Panthers have never been really for since Cam left or since. Cam has been injured since the Super Bowl run and MVP season. They really haven't been good at all. So it's it's more so I think past is is dictating this line here. Yeah, that's what it's a, that's one hundred percent what it is. It's a lifetime achievement award for the Falcons, yep. and the opposite of that for the Panthers. So yeah, Panthers win over the dog of the day vibes here. Um, yep. My fantasy pick of Mike Davis as well I, for the exact same logic you had. He's playing the McCaffrey role. He's playing it to about eighty percent of McCaffrey, but that still equates to a lot of fantasy points. Correct. Um, next game, Jags at the Texans. So Texans are five and a half point favorites. They're minus 245 and the, the Jags are plus 210 and the over-under is 54. Yeah, so, I mean, I think I know that we hate Bill O'Brien and thank God he's gone now, but I really think he was the problem there. I think that that offense has the capability of playing well in Houston, but Bill O'Brien was just um, – pretty much running the ball on like third down. They were down 15 or 20 and, and he'd be running the ball and, and three straight down. So it makes no sense to me. I think that Romeo Cornell, he's going to try his best now to just let Deshaun work and let him do what he wants. And I think that should bode well, which is why I think that the Texans should win here. Yeah. Um, I, the, this is classic Texans getting a bunch of points because they're like so happy to get rid of Bill O'Brien high favorite treatment here. That's what's going on. Um, 
I'm not buying that they'll be better over the course of the season, but I do buy that for week one. They're just going to be so happy that Bill O'Brien's gone that they're going to play well. Um, yeah. I play well. It's a loose term. They're going to not play like they're a college division three school. That's, that's right for the Texans. Um, so yeah, I think yeah. they're going to win. Um, the Jags are like, if there was one team that's not going to take advantage of a bad team, it's the Jaguars after, after the one win in week one, they've looked terrible. So give me the, um, give me the Texans, give me the over. And I think the Jags do cover though, because I'm not picking the Texans to beat anybody by six or more points. Yeah, that's fair. So I, I'm going to go Texans win and cover. So I think they'll win by a, a touchdown here. Um, and I'm actually going to go under. Um, although I think that the, the Texans offense should be clicking. It'll be the first week of them clicking. And I don't think it'll be, it'll amount to many points. I just don't think the Jaguars are going to score much at all. Yeah. Jaguars have a better offense than you think. I, I know. I agree. But I, for whatever reason, I think that, like you said, I think the Texans are going to be fired up. I think J.J. Watt, you know, he, that's he's kind of the, the catalyst for getting Bill O'Brien fired. Yeah, and they apparently got into a, a shouting match, and, and Watt pretty much told him that he blows and, and all that and said probably went up to management and was like, get rid of this guy now. So, of course, they're going to listen to J.J. So, um, I mean, they seem like they're excited and happy and fired up. So, I think that, that that means that on both sides of the ball, they're going to play a little better. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I think they'll play better, but I just – I, I think the Jags, that's still like they're going to cover. But uh, for yeah, fans, give me, give me Deshaun Watson. I think that he's so yep. happy that Bill O'Brien – ding dong, the witch is dead. He's so happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the same pick. Deshaun's going to have a good game because he's going to be able to run free. Yeah, exactly. He doesn't have a shackle on his on his legs trying to play offense anymore. Um, cool. All right, so next game, Cardinals at the Jets. Uh, the Cardinals are seven-point favorites. They're minus 335. The Jets are plus 280, and the over-under is 47. Yeah, so – Cardinals win, obviously. I think that's we Jets are a bet against team. Gase is still an idiot. So um, while he's still the head coach of their team, obviously let's bet against them. I I want to say the Jets cover though. I don't know why. I have a weird feeling that the Jets will cover, put up some points randomly, um, and, and this game should go over because I think both defenses stink. Yeah, I don't think the Jets cover. Uh, Joe, I mean, I guess one thing to note is that Sam Darnold isn't playing. Joe Flacco's starting. Um, they are getting Le'Veon Bell back, so they're getting a little bit more healthy. But he sucks. Le'Veon Bell's terrible, but he's better than. <laughs> I mean, the, Le'Veon has had an awful, awful time in New York. I, I mean, he's been so bad there; it's kind of ridiculous. His stats are awful there. Yeah, no, he's been terrible, but like. Let's not pretend Frank Gore is any. I mean, he, he, they are getting better production with Le'Veon Bell over Frank Gore, for sure. Just barely, I think. But yeah, okay. Yeah, um, but I mean, the Flacco is Joe Flacco. The, like the Cardinals are reeling; they've lost two straight. Uh, they haven't really looked good in doing so. But I, this is the perfect solution that they need. The, the Jets got lit up by Brett Rippon last week. <laughs> uh, Adam Gase is yeah. the coach. They don't have their starting quarterback. The Car Cardinals are going to win. Cardinals are going to cover. I have this going over as well because the, Car the Cardinals just run the fastest offense in the league and the Jets aren't going to be able to stop them. And maybe the Jets will score after being down 38 to three, they'll score two touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think for that reason is why I'm picking the Jets to cover because although the Cardinals have been playing well or have not been playing, or I, although I think the Cardinals are going to win, they have not been playing that well lately. So I do see, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, maybe it's just because Flacco is a Baltimore guy um, and was from Delaware and played Baltimore. So maybe for that reason, I, I think he is going to play 
decently well. I think they'll he'll be able to play and, and kind of get some... I think also he's been waiting to, like, get into a game so he can actually play and, and kind of show people that he's not washed as, as people thought. Um, so, I don't know. For whatever reason, I think the Jets cover. But don't get it twisted. There's no way they're going to win this game. Yeah, I don't know. If Joe Flacco wanted to prove people that he wasn't washed, he shouldn't have been horrendous playing for the Denver Broncos last year. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, he had like, he had six touchdowns. He had five interceptions. He couldn't, he got benched for a, a rookie in Drew Locke. He was terrible. And, and that Broncos team, as devoid of talent they were, have had more talent than the Jets currently have on offense. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joe Flacco, I mean, that guy, he was bad every year after the Super Bowl season. Joe Flacco was bad and he's just yeah. gotten worse. So, yeah, I, the Cardinals have been reeling, but the perfect solution for that is play the Jets. <laughs> for fantasy, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with Kyler. I think. After two subpar games, he's going to blow up. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to go with DeAndre for that reason. Last week, he only had 41 yards, so this is a perfect bounce back for him. Yeah, and he was banged up last week. He didn't practice at all this week. He's a little bit healthier, so yeah, I think that's a good pick. Yep. Um, next game, and these are the start of the 4 o'clock games as the Dolphins at the 49ers. So the 49ers are nine-point favorites. They're minus 400. The Dolphins are plus 310, and the over-under is 51 and a half. Yeah, so I guess the question here is uh, what what fits magic will we see? So uh, I think is uh, is Jimmy G going to be back now? Has it been confirmed? Not confirmed, but that's trending that way. He practiced all yeah. week, so him and uh, Raheem Most Raheem Mustard should both be back. Yeah, I mean that's going to be a big boost for for the Forty ers However, I don't think Jimmy G is that great anyways. So for that reason, I think you know if he comes back, he's going to probably be a little hobbled. Um, so. I think that the Niners win, but I do think the Dolphins are going to cover. Um, and, yeah. and I say this is going to go under. Yeah, I have the exact same pick. Nine points is okay. a lot. Uh, it not, is. It is. The Dolphins aren't any good. And, like, they still hung tough against the Seattle team that we both think is better than the 49ers last week. They Oh, had, yes, by light years. Yeah, they had five drives stall inside the Seahawks 30 with two of those installing – installing <laughs> – stalling inside <laughs> the five or ten yard line. If they just – one of those – one of those turns into a touchdown. That's a completely different game. So yep. that's like classic Seahawks. Just like can't like they always play teams close. They never blow teams out. And this the Dolphins being like a scrappy bunch, but they can legitimately move the ball. The 49ers just lost to the skeleton crew of the Eagles last week, so they're not any great. So I think they do win. I just don't see them losing. But yeah, fin, fins cover under. Yep. So for fantasy, I do think Devontae Parker will have a good game. He's been playing well. I mean, yeah, I don't know what, what happened last year. He just had a resurgence. Maybe it's because he's finally healthy. Um, and, and Fitzpatrick has been given in the ball. He had a good game. He had over 100 yards last week. I think that, that'll continue for him. Yeah, give me um, Colonel Mustard. Give me Raheem Mustard. I think they're going to yep. first game back. I think he's going to get a ton of work. Yeah, he probably will. Um, all right, so next game, Giants at the Cowboys. Uh, the Giants are nine-point favorites. They are minus three forty-five. The Giants are plus two ninety-five, and the over/under is fifty-four. Yeah. So, uh, as NFC Easters, you and I, I, I want this game to be gross and as ugly as possible, and I hope it ends in a tie. Um, <laughs> but I say Cowboys win. I think they don't look as good as they should, or have they? Uh, they've been adver- as advertised. I think that the Giants cover here, and I think this is going to go under. I do think this is going to end up being kind of an uglier game. Yeah, this game's going to be terrible. The Giants have scored th- two or three touchdowns all year. They haven't yeah. scored a touchdown in the past two games. Let's let's process that. Um, they're they're the Giants are terrible. This is this is like 
similar to the Cardinals, like needing the Jets to like a get right game. This is exactly what this is for the Cowboys defense. Like they've had such a tumultuous week with like people calling out their effort and Demarcus Lawrence calling them soft and all that stuff. So this is now a get right game for the defense where like they're going to play well against a horrendous Giants, Giants offense. And then the narrative is going to be like, oh, you know, did, did a flip switch over that week after the, the Browns debacle? Uh, the answer is no. They just had the remedy of playing against the Giants. Yeah. So you're saying the Giants or Cowboys are going to win and cover? Yeah, I think they're going to win. I think this game is going to be an absolute blowout. Oh, okay. I don't. I, I think that the Giants are going to cover. I think this is going to be an ugly game. Yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be ugly with the, with the Cowboys winning like 27 to 3. Yeah, that's fair. I have, I have this going under. I just don't – I don't know. I, the, the Giants are – they're like have a mockery of a head coach. They're like – they don't have bad talent on offense, but for whatever reason, they just can't do anything, and that points to coaching and it points to the quarterback. So the Cowboys, I think I think this is a get-right game for them. Um, I think after like a tumultuous week, they're just going to go crazy and and just like absolutely dominate the, the Giants. Although the Cowboys are banged up. They're, so they just lost Tyrone Smith for the year after going – I think yep. going to the next cool. surgery, so – he hasn't played the last few games anyway, so I think that's been big. Yeah, he hasn't. But just knowing that they're losing for the year is tough. Um, but yeah. the one team that's not going to take advantage of that is the Giants. So <laughs> That's fair. Nine points is a lot, but I think the Cowboys cover. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, for fantasy, I'll go with Zeke. There's run, they're going to run the ball eight million times. Yeah, uh, same for me. Uh, that's who I had. Yeah, all right, cool. So next game, Colts at the Browns. Uh, the Browns are one-point favorite. The Browns are minus 118 or sorry, the Colts are one point favorite. They are minus 118. The Browns are minus 103. And the over under is 47 and a half. Yeah, so I don't trust the Browns to play two good games in a row. Um, to be fair, they just played three good games in a row. I don't know. I I still, After maybe I'm just not. three good games in a row, I don't trust them to play a fourth good game in a row. Yes, 100%. I don't, I don't like them. Um, maybe I just, I don't know. I, their record doesn't really. What are they? They're what are they? Two and two. They're three and one. Christ. Um, Lost week one, and then they've won three straight. Yeah, I mean those games though, they weren't like convincing wins. Uh, but whatever. I mean, I don't know. I think that the Colts win and cover. Yeah, I think that I think the Browns win. I think the Colts are banged up. They're missing their starting left tackle. They're missing their star linebacker um, and Darius Leonard, and they're missing their starting defensive line. So they have like the best run defense in the league, and, and generally the best defense in the league, but. I think that this is a game the Browns are just going to be able to run all over them again. I, I like the Colts, but I don't think they have enough on offense. And I think that defense is too banged up for them to be able to, to stop the Browns. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I don't think Baker looked that great. I don't think he has looked that great. I mean, he hasn't last, he put up 50 points against the Cowboys last week. Their defense is horrendous. Yeah. I, 50 points. I know. I guess I equate that more to everyone else and not Baker. Uh, yeah. 100%. I mean, yeah, so that that's my thing. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't. I also don't like OBJ. I don't. I really? mean, he had a he that had a huge game last week. Um, so yeah, whatever. He played well last week, but I I mean, whatever. Screw him. Um, <laughs> maybe this is just this is my emotional pick of the week. I was gonna I, say, is there logic here, or is it just like fuck the Browns? They're gonna. Win. Yes, it's just, it's essentially that, and I'll probably do this every week. Uh, it's just kind of like you and like the jets and, and bill o'brien but those are actually warranted i guess for me I I just both those like teams Cleveland. are zero and four like i yeah, <laughs> i hate them because yeah. they're bad not because yeah I hate, I, I hate the browns because i hate the browns um but yeah i mean i, I this is my emotional pick so if you don't want to listen to me that's fine but 
Uh, betting's not emotional except for when I want it to be. And this is, this is one of those instances where I I'm just never going to pick the Browns. So they call to win cover. And I think this is going to go over because the defense is both stink here. Yeah. I think it's going to go over as well, but I think I have the Browns winning. I mean, this game's essentially a toss up. Obviously yeah. no team has plus odds. So there really is no underdog here, but I think the Browns are going to win. Cool. Yeah. For fantasy, I'm going to go with uh, Mo Alley Cox. So he's had touchdowns in the last two weeks, and then week two he he went for over 100 receiving yards. So I think he's been playing well. Um, go VCU, and um, I think that uh, he will continue to play well here. VCU B-ball. Yeah, no. not even basketball. Football. Do they, do they even have a football team? No, they don't. <laughs> okay. Um, which is just funny. But, yeah, give me Dearness Johnson for the for the Browns. He had a great Ooh, game. All right. Um Kareem Hunt's banged up with a groin injury. Nick Chubb is on IR out for six to eight weeks. He legitimately looked good last week. Uh, granted, yeah, that, didn't he put like over 100 rushing yards up? Yeah, I think the Browns themselves ran for like over 300, which is just ridiculous. Um, yeah. So the Colts do have obviously have a, just world's better defense than the Cowboys. So instead of running for 300, maybe the Browns will run for 150 and 75 and a touchdown to go to DeAndre Johnson. Yeah, that's a good pick. Um, next game, and this is the Sunday night game, the Vikings at the Seahawks. And this game has the highest percent chance of rain. So this game, as of right now, uh, has a, has a 80% chance of rain. So that might affect things. Um, but uh, for the stats or the odds themselves, Seahawks are seven-point favorites. They're minus 335. The Vikings are plus 265. And the over-under is 57 and a half. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's under for sure. Um, I think it's over-under, the highest over-under of the week. Yeah, I think that's going to go under, especially now that there's going to be weather involved. I think that's going to be an easy under. I might lock that in now, to be honest. Um, yeah, I, I think the Seahawks win in cover here simply because Kirk does not play well in primetime games. He never has and he never will. Um, I, I don't think that he's going to be able to keep up with the Seahawks offense. Um, and the Seahawks defense is very good, I think. Yeah, um, Seahawks, Seahawks have given up the record number of passing yards in the first four weeks of the season. Yeah, I know, but I mean, they're still they're still a good team, I think. They're a good team. Um, but they're not a good so, team. Yeah, I guess. And Jamal Adams is hurt. He's not playing. Their secondary is horrendous. Yeah, fair. Um, I didn't know. I I completely forgot that Jamal Adams wasn't playing. But um, I don't know. I think that that's probably me just like doing the lifetime achievement award, like you said earlier, with the Seahawks. Um, but yeah, I, I think that. I don't know. I just, I, maybe it's just me not trusting Kirk and then me thinking, okay, because it's Kirk, the other defense is automatically going to play well. Um, yeah. I, I, again, I, I don't, I don't I think there's no way in hell Kirk plays well against the Seahawks here being primetime, being a good, a uh, good team overall. I don't think he's going to play well at all. Yeah. I don't have an argument against the primetime. That's just, that's just a weird stat that Kirk just, just soils his boxers every time he plays on, on primetime. But uh, the two things we said after last week were one, the Seahawks always play in close games. That's been true the first four weeks. And B, you can trust Kirk against a bad defense because the last two weeks, Kirk has absolutely lit up the Titans and the Texans. Two bad defenses, but the Seahawks also have a bad defense. So I don't trust Kirk Cousins to play well in an important game that against a good defense, but I don't think the Seahawks have a good defense. So I still think this goes under, mainly because the rain factor, I think, is just going to be too risky to predict. Like 60 points is a lot. Uh, granted that's happened a lot in the Seahawks games and Vikings, I guess, to be fair, but that's a lot of points. Um, but I think, that, I think the Vikings cover the Seahawks don't, they don't blow teams out. Kirk ha- can show that he can light up bad defenses. And the past two weeks, the offenses, the Vikings offense has like been totally different from the first two weeks. They've, they've been um, like running the ball well, and they've been in utilizing Justin Jefferson a lot more who has over hundred yards and a touchdown the past two weeks. 
in each game. So I think that the Vikings figured out something a little bit to help them on offense and that um, that's going to help them cover against the Seahawks. The Seahawks are still going to win, but they're, I think the Vikings cover, and I agree with you on the under. Yeah, so we'll see what happens here. For fantasy, um, I, I'm going to take Chris Carson here. Um, I think he's been playing well. Um, I think that – so he had two touchdowns last week um, and, and 80 yards rushing, I think, or something like that. So I think he – I think he had like 20-some receiving yards. So I think he was over 100 total yards and had two touchdowns. So good game for him. Um, I think that they are going to try to use that uh, to their advantage. Obviously, Russ is going to Russ, and he's still going to cook. Uh, but, but I think – Chris Carson will have a, a good game as well. Yeah, uh, Chris Carson's great. I, I'm going with uh, decaf Metcalf. I think that he's after the the fiasco two weeks ago against, he's still kind of recovering from the drop touchdown at the one yard line. And yeah. I think that this is just the perfect scenario for him to catch a deep ball with against that terrible Viking secondary. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, all right, so that's uh, all the Sunday games. Like I said, we'll go over. There's three games the rest of the week on two Monday, one Tuesday, assuming that COVID doesn't ruin them. So we'll cover those on Monday. But so now much football coming up. I love I, it. I know. Um, it is great. I mean, give me football every day of the week. Screw it. Who cares? <laughs> um, but now we'll go into our picks. So the locks, as you heard from the spreads, almost all the games have above 300 odds. So our options here are going to need to buy points. And the ones that we kind of thought of, the main three, I would say, Chiefs minus five at minus 295. The Ravens minus six at minus two sixty five, and the Steelers minus three at minus two forty. Yeah, I like the Steelers. Um, I, I think that they should win by three pretty easily against the Eagles. Yeah, I agree with you. It has the lowest number of points that they need to cover, and it has the best odds. So, I agree with you. I don't. We don't need to talk. We don't need to talk more. Let's go Steelers minus three. Lock it in. Cool. So for the dog, uh, I think we both agreed on the Panthers there, and they're yeah. they're plus they're plus one of six, so not by much, but still a dog. Yeah, and I don't think there's even another even option for a dog. Like the yeah. next closest odds it would be like the Browns. Would be no, because they they don't even have plus odds. They're minus one of three. Oh yeah. So the, you know it's funny the so the Bengals or sorry the Panthers are plus one of six. The team that has the next best odds to win as the underdog are the text or the Jaguars at plus 240, 245 or two times. Good Lord. So I'm not picking the Jags. So no. our only really option here is to go Panthers unless a crazy upset happens that neither of us are predicting. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there will be one, but yeah, I like the Panthers here to win. Yeah, me too. So Panthers lock in Carson, be a good boy. Um, player prop. The two I like a lot. Uh, big, we both mentioned big Ben over one and a half touchdowns and Antonio Gibson over 18 and a half receiving yards. I think they're both going to hit, but big Ben's hit every week. Let's 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 ride it. Yeah, let's let's keep riding, Ben. Cool. Um, so lock that in, Big Ben over one and a half touchdowns at minus one sixty-five. And then the game prop, uh, there's a couple here that I like, but um, we'll talk through them. The Chiefs over three and a half touchdowns at minus one forty-three. The Rams over two and a half touchdowns at minus one seventy-seven. The Panthers Falcons over two and a half first half touchdowns at minus one eighty-two. And just the game over 53 and a half for the Panthers Falcons at minus 110. Yeah. So I think let's go the Panthers Falcons over two and a half first half. Yeah. I could see that hitting in the first quarter. Yeah. I mean, like we said, both these defenses are really bad. So we think that this should be, there should be a lot of scoring there. Yeah. Two good offenses, two bad defenses. Yep. Nothing more to say. So, yep. Official our picks are Steelers minus three at minus 240. The Panthers plus 106, 
the Big Ben over one and a half touchdowns passing at minus 165 and the Panthers Falcons over two and a half touchdowns at minus 182. Yep. Smell like a 4-0 day. After two rough days, I can sniff 4-0 in the air as well. Yeah, I hope so. Or that might just be Carson. Who knows? Um, but, hey, real quick before we before we log off here, Lakers or Heat? Game Lakers, six. Lakers are going to win. I think that Jimmy Butler looked like he could barely move. I think he's yep. going to be gassed. They're only getting one day of rest. Give me Lakers. Yeah, and uh, when LeBron's been up 3-1, he's never gone to a game seven. So I think they'll they'll wrap it up in six tomorrow. And they're 12-0 after a loss this year, right? Uh, I don't know. I was leading that. after one. Never mind. I was leading after one. Sorry. I mix up the stats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. That was leading after the first quarter. So, uh, yeah, um, that that wraps everything up. So happy betting, happy watching, and we will check back in on Monday. So until then, bears out. Peace. Thank you.